0: 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: watching Leicester Till I Die TV.
0: Until I die.
2: All right, Chris. All
1: right, good evening. Welcome along. This is Surrey Hills Radio. Welcome along. Oh, sorry. Sorry, wrong card. Let me get the right introduction card. Here we go. We'll try that one again. Good evening. Good day. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Goodbye. Hello. Welcome along. This is LTID TV from Leicester till I die. I thought what I just did was really funny, but looking at Dave, obviously it wasn't because he never he never smiled. I thought, and I did that just for him as well. But thank you for joining us, whether you are watching on YouTube. Oh, it's going to be a long night watching on YouTube or listening on your favourite podcast platform. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're watching live feel free to join in the chat and um, with the show Uh, or if you're watching on catch up you can still comment by adding your comments below on YouTube and of course you can get us on all the uh, usual social media sites there we have currently shut down the website uh, basically because it's, it's the cost for what it is bringing me back in isn't worth it. So the website is gone, but we're on all the social media sites, as you can see below. We haven't done a show for a week because basically the sweet FA has gone on. But we'll just say hello to um, Nate and good evening also to Luke. How are you, Luke? Welcome along. Uh, I am very well. Hope you are too. And uh, that's the other half. When I say the other half, of course, I do mean... Bradley. Uh, That's just upset him. That'll teach him to come in in late. But it is, (laughs) let's talk, Lester. Uh, It is the um, debate show. Want to talk about anything? Stick it in the chat and uh, we'll try and make a note of it and come back and catch up later. We're going to start off talking about the big shirt debate. Um, But first of all, let's get my co hosts in this evening. And first of all, let me bring in. Guest number one, the one that didn't think I was very funny, and say, hello Dave.
3: Hello Chris, you right. he would have been I, funny if I could have heard you, it froze.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. I, did, I
3: chuckled to myself slightly, just in case it was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, not, not from what I saw, you would have to go back <laughs> and watch it, I'm not going to tell you what it is, I get an extra viewer then. Okay. So, <laughs> Welcome on, Bogner or Leatherhead today?
3: Um, I was in Leatherhead until about five o'clock, six o'clock, and I'm back here now. And mm. it's bloody warm, isn't it?
1: It is. It's not particularly yeah. sunny, but it is very close. I have got uh, uh, somebody to the right of me here blowing very, very hard. Unfortunately, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's not a female; it is a fan. But uh, mm. but no, uh, somebody who doesn't know about fans, Brad. Good evening, sir. How are you?
2: I was fighter. He said he had the cheek to call me late. I was, I was here 40 minutes early, so I was a good boy. I was here before the class started.
1: You were here 40 minutes early, then you weren't here 30 minutes before, then you <laughs> were here 20 minutes early,
2: then you uh, weren't here 20 minutes before. Technology, suppose, mate, the bane of my life. I, I don't my got, laptop in case it just kicks me out again.
3: So I suppose you bought a fucking apple as well, did he, or something, for the teacher?
2: No, no. He told me his favourite fruit's a banana and I said, "We well, can you tell what it is yet? So, you know, we'll leave that one there. We'll leave that one there. I won't get started on that
1: one. No, no, no. Did you say did you say a teacher, Dave?
3: Yeah.
1: I used to um I used to have a teacher called Mrs. Turtle. I oh, know it's a silly name, but she taught us well. <laughs> If you live in the ladderhead area, this is what you're gonna be waking up to every morning from next week. (laughs) You'd bring
2: home the gold medal in dad jokes, wouldn't you, mate?
1: Dad jokes (laughs) was Olympic
2: sport that's my
1: big selling point that's my big selling point um and terry signed the register i'm not sure whether what he means as it is the bbc that are in a lot of trouble today but uh and luke is in as well good evening luke how are you um oh and the other luke says he's trained to be a teacher at the moment and, um you if you see mrs turtle give her my best give her my best yeah. look Nothing much is happening since we were last here. Um, so we've, we've still sort of got the two signings. Players might leave, and I'm sorry, Brad, but yes, Forest look like they could be getting. <laughs> The bromance could be ending. Brad and Nacho. Is he going to go to Forest? Surely, sure, I'm sorry to call you Shirley, but surely we. <laughs> the really bad ones are really coming out tonight. Dave, we've got to keep hold of some half decent players, haven't we? Is it just a rumour? Well, stronger than a rumour, apparently. Apparently, we've offered him.
3: Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, isn't that. Isn't I- it- very strange not earning that much is he in comparison
2: i don't i don't think it's that i mean that that says that the um you better look after him mate that is my favorite footballer you better treat him well you better sing his name well if he joins you,
3: you if he gets a
2: game as well he deserves to be playing full. For-
1: Spent ages putting that together, and he might be leaving us.
2: But uh, oh, look, I, might, I, might, I, might, I might have to go watch some Forrest highlights. Every oh, time oh.
1: <sighs> mate, mate, mate! I mean, I, I, I have never forgiven Jeff in the Philippines for letting his son support Forrest.
2: Oh, I never you... support them. No, no, ew, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> who good. knew? Who knew? Um, Only when he in actual scores will I watch that highlight, and I'll skip the goals before him.
1: Yeah, Luke says here, and it's a fair point, uh, 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 Brad, uh, inevitable Nacho will go, he's too good for the championship. Uh, having said that, he does love the club. I just, if we've got, I mean, look, guys, we know we've got Vardy and he's, he's got a year left. Um, we've got um, Daka and we've got Nacho. Out of the three of them, I mean, Vardy's going to stage simply because he's got he's only got a year to go. So out the other two, we've got to keep Nacho, haven't we?
2: I mean, you'd assume so because Vardy's only going to be around for this year. I think even if we were to get promoted back to the champ uh, to the Premier League at the first attempt, I'm sorry, I just do not see a way that Vardy spearheads the attack anymore for us. I, th- I think Jamie Vardy has one more chapter in his tale left to tell and that would be get leicester back to where we as fans and 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 they as players believe that they belong and that is the premiership and and then i know we've been saying it season upon season it feels like but i i feel like that would be jamie vardy's way to go off into the sunset it doesn't end on a sour note there was no way he was going to end on a sour note of relegation he was always going to stick around um you know, the, the only opportunity I ever saw Vardy ever leaving was when Sheffield Wednesday won promotion and you're thinking old club, boyhood club sort of thing. Uh, I know they turfed him away when he was young because they thought he wouldn't make it, but you, you always have that thing, don't you, in the back of the mind, sentiment reasons. I'd be happy
1: if he went to Sheffield um, Wednesday. I
2: would not want to stand in his way. But may, may, maybe if he has a good season this season, the Championship, say he gets 15 goals or something around that mark, and then Leicester say, look, thank you, but we... I mean, we're not going to use you in the champion, in the Premier League. If Sheffield Wednesday don't get promoted, he might then use that as his as his chance to end his career, his and his journey his well,
1: he, He's got literally that year left. So if he does exactly. have a good season, he's, he's he's gone anyway. I mean, Dave, I mean we know your favourite player's gone, oh, Daniel okay. and Marty. And yeah. I have actually got a video of of of, of, of Dave and Daniel. Wow, wow. I'm not sure which is which to be honest with you. But who who would you who would you let go now? Oh no, there's a man behind.
2: In, he's trying to leave the premises without being detected for getting at his face in the door. It's, <laughs> work, it?
1: it's a I, bit um, like ghost hunter, isn't it? Like you know you're haunted. But I, I uh, always, Dave, right, would you know, sooner was, let Dacca go or sooner let Nacho go?
3: I'd keep them all. Right. I don't see how we can cope with that, you know four strikers, let alone three and one that probably won't play all the games because well, what have we got, 46 games or something stupid? Maybe, well, that's
1: just the league, yes. Yeah, so, got...
3: so Vardy ain't going to be able to play in too many more than half of those, I wouldn't think. Mm. So we end up with one striker up front. Mind you, Man City won the league without any strikers, didn't they? So, well, that I, I just true. don't see how we can do it. You know we need it. I think we need another one or two strikers. I really do. And I mean, the guy
1: that they're linking, like Terry said, there, uh, Perlow is it or somebody from Swansea? Um, we're after him, but I believe Everton and another, I think, Palace are both after him as well.
3: Yeah, right. He's not going to come it's, to Leicester, is he? To be fair,
1: well, i was going to ask you that, Dave. I mean, would he go to Everton? I mean, no, you know, let's be honest with you, It's a it's. He may, they may stay in the Premier League, but they're going to have another relegation battle, let's be honest. Yeah. And Palace, yeah, they've got Roy there and he's done all right. But surely the future would, would look better for him at Leicester.
3: Well, who knows, mate? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Um, whether the team will gel straight away, whether they'll be in there for two or three years. Mm. You know, These guys don't want to hang around, do they? If they get in the Premier League early on, they'll do it. Probably well, if the money's right, but you yeah, know, we're not going to be paying well, probably we will pay the same as Everton and Palace. But uh, I, I'm sure we go Premier League.
2: Well, we, I mean, we already outdid um, um, Everton for Connor Cody, didn't we? Because they had yeah. the option because of his loan agreement to have taken him for four million, and if they can't afford that. Uh, well, they're they're dodgy, aren't they? With this money, well, yeah. I mean, anyone would think if anyone else broke the law, they'd get punished, but it seems highly, but we that's not for me to talk about. That's none of our business being little of Leicester, is it? (laughs) Well, talking about clubs that are being dodgy
1: with their dealings and their money, I did a show, uh, one of my life's the pitch shows the other day, and um. It was about Leicester City ripping off their own fans and with the fact that they have priced... I've got an agreement with JB Sports a few years ago and yet nobody that is at the club now had anything to do with it. I'm sure Top and Susan and, and all the others were there at the time. Um, and I, do, I wanted to come back to this because it, it really did piss me off, if I'm honest with you. And I'm just going to quickly run through... What I said on the other, uh, on the other, the other day. Um, we'll come back to comments at the end. But Leicester City hit with fine after breaching competition law in JD Sports deal. Uh, they, there's a program on the BBC called Rip Off Britain. Uh, to me, this is rip off Leicester because I do think they have been ripping off the fans. And this is what appeared on the BBC that somebody that deals with finances at clubs has said about Leicester: If you're going to run a club, run it professionally. And he went on to say, I think it's embarrassing from an ownership and governance point of view, clearly Leicester need every penny they can get in 23-24 following relegation. It's more symbolic embarrassment. Uh, it's just the case of if you go to run a club, run it professionally and put the fans at the heart of it. And what gets me is, and don't, don't get me wrong, I will forever be grateful for everything that, that that family has done for the club. But we put them on such a high pedestal. I'm sorry, giving me a um, bottle of water for the next home game doesn't come anywhere near when they've been fixing the price of shirts. I could not go to JD Sports and buy a Leicester shirt without paying more because Leicester City told them that if they wanted to sell them, uh, sell them online, they had to add postage so it was actually more expensive than Leicester. And I think that is the club taking the piss out of its fans. And yet, and we've all said this, like, oh, poor old top, you know, he's, he's been having to run this this cl- uh, company that's nearly gone bankrupt because of COVID. Bollocks. He's doubled his fortune to $3.5 billion. I won't say what it is in Thai bats because it's about <laughs> it's more noughts than I can imagine. But he has doubled his wealth power to $3.5 billion since COVID stopped. So he ain't having a bad time of it. He's not short for a bob or two. And yet they are saying to us, your part. Well fuck off. There's no way I'm buying the blue shirt this season because they're ripping me off with these shirts. Yeah, I might buy the second strip. I'm not buying the new one because it's blue. It's the same as every other shirt. I'm actually agreeing with my ex wife here. Why should I pay sixty-three pounds for a shirt that I know now you are ripping me off with? Those are the costs. 45 quid for a man's and woman's shirt. Uh, Sorry, 63 pounds for a man's and woman's shirt. 45 pounds for a kiddie's shirt. So, what I did was I did a bit of homework, which makes a change for me. Uh, Dividing the overall number of usual residents in the households by the overall number of households gives the average household size. In 2021, this was 2.4 residents per household in England. And that Excuse me, that comes from um, the Office of National Statistics, the 2021 census. So, let's say I wanted to go to a match with a, a young... My, 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 obviously, my son is now an adult. It would cost me, If I took my son, £126 for two shirts if I wanted to treat him. If I had a child, it would cost me 108. If I had two children, and I've got four, so if two of those children wanted to support Leicester and they both buy one it costs 153 and they're not going to be happy going into school with a um older shirt on because of peer pressure if there was taking my partner and we had a child it would cost me 171 pounds two adults and two children it would cost me 216 pounds one adult if all my four kids were into football i'd love it if they were and they all wanted shirts, and when there were, I think, five, though, I've got a picture of actually clean Leicester shirts, uh, it cost, It would have cost £243. And when I put per annum there, it is per annum, because you have to buy a new one every fucking year. Not every two years. Brentford, Brentford, they um, didn't, uh, because of the cost of living pro- crisis... They decided not to bring out a new strip. They would keep the same strip for two seasons. What were Leicester doing? They were fixing the prices of the shirts at the same time so that we were paying more than we should be having to. I just think that we do not, or we should realise, that these owners, they're not these you know, heroes and everybody that we think they are. We put them on this high pedestal. Well, that pedestal is breaking away. Those are, the, those are the shirts, I know it's a bit embarrassing, but those are the shirts that I have got. How much have I been ripped off by the club over the years paying that or paying what they, they've been asking me to pay with all of those shirts? And I've got um, um, sweatshirts and jumpers in there and Christmas jumpers as well. They are ripping us off. Simple as that. Now... Interested in your thoughts. Let me come to you first, Dave. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Are you going to hate me? Um, but I'm not surprised. Uh, I was in the sports shop business back in, I don't know, 89, 90, I think it was. And there's a cartel then. And companies like Reebok, Puma, Adidas, Nike, whoever else, uh, uh, Umbro, they insisted to display their goods we bought a certain amount of goods from them which was five mm. grand at the time which was quite a lot of money for us setting up a new business each of them and then they told us what price we had to charge for it mm. and i remember specifically puma um for their trainers football boots i don't even remember puma kings they mm. were the big boot in those days um, and we went to um, a place called Macro in Croydon, I think it was. There was a, yeah. you know, one of these discount shops, and they were there for trade plus fat, Puma Kings, now Puma promised us they would never ever do that, as a carrot to buy the stuff, mm. apart from the fact the boots were popular. But we were, you know, we were charging whatever it was, thirty-five pounds times thirty-five percent plus VAT, mm. because we had to, and they were selling them off trade. So it doesn't surprise me. Um There's always been this monopolies thing around wherever you are, uh, whether it be mortgage rates In when I was working or whether it be sports gear. It's always there. And I don't know. I mean, should I be really shocked? I probably should. I was surprised when you did it. But then I wasn't surprised because it's happening and has happened before and probably been going on for 30,
1: 40 years That's yeah, More than likely I mean Facebook user here Stick your name at the end guys If you're on Facebook And you're not signing in Uh Every club rips off fans Maybe they do But I've got to be honest With you, Facebook user I don't give a shit About Manchester United Ripping off the fans Aston Villa ripping off I don't give a fucking Flying fuck about them I'm on about Leicester We charge
3: uh, £63 Yeah for, for an adult shirt Yeah So, if you compare those to others, I don't know a lot of them they come out, but I know, like Leeds, I think
2: I saw 80 quid next year. Chris, I'm not sure if you've even seen the comment just above the one you've highlighted from Terry. He says that being devil's advocate, Leicester shirt's still the cheapest that is in the Premier League. That one, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, I know we're a championship club, but I get. Well, I say of... we are a ch- but
1: again, I don't give a shit whether we no. are the cheapest no. or whether we are the most expensive. What I give a shit about is the fact that we're being ripped off. And thunder, I mean, just listen to what I'm saying because before you comment, listen to what I have said. I am an adult. I don't have the same pressure to buy a kit school-aged children do, but I've got four children. Or did that part of the, my conversation go over your head? Maybe it did. Maybe you didn't, you know, hear me say I've got four children and only one of them is supportive. Maybe that, you know, maybe you didn't hear that. But, and there are, none of them are at a school age. I am just saying that when you have got kids at school, they do want to buy the latest shirts, which used to be, when I was at school, every three seasons. Well, I go that's, back to that point of No, the
2: didn't, it didn't used to that's be that way rip-off. in the 90s. I don't remember our shirt changing every season back in the 90s. That was the rip
1: Premier League, it started. Premier League. um, Just before we went to the Premier League, it was every two seasons.
3: Yeah. Um, And everyone moaned about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just... But what, what annoys me is that... We sit here and go, oh, isn't it lovely? The owners give us a cake when it's the owner next, you know, the R.I.P. for sure when it's his birthday. We get a nice um, nice muffin and we get a can of beer here or, you know, we get a free bacon sarnie there. Yeah, and in the same breath, they're ripping us off.
3: Well, I've I never mean, had that.
1: No, I never have, because, <laughs> but I... I I, as you know, I live on the south coast, so I don't get too many games. I have had a um, season ticket in the past, like you, Dave. Yeah. Um, I
3: never had a going to
1: renew them, yeah. my um, my membership, but it won't let me. So they can fuck off and do that because I've spent it seems all last week trying to do it, and I can't. And then, and then I actually thought, what? Why should I give forty three pounds to the club for that? when they're ripping me off or they've ripped me off all these years on shirt sales. And what gets me is that JD Sports, they actually went to the commission and said, actually, this is what's been going on with Leicester because they wanted to get the leniency deal. Um. And then Leicester haven't even, you know, fought it. And, Brad, this is what gets me. And I go back and this is an expert on club finances saying, if you're going to run a club, Run it professionally, and we haven't. We know we don't run a club professionally because look at all the cock ups and shit that happened last season.
2: Yeah, I mean, we know the situation is completely changing ownership. So I was just trying to deal with something with regards to someone in the comments. Um, but um, sorry, just
1: to say, sorry, Terry, they are being fine, but because they went and reported it, they are getting a leniency charge
2: yeah. rather than the full charge it's basically a like million we're yeah. having to pay out it's basically like getting a lesser sentence of grass and someone up isn't it really that's that's all jd have done the thing is though and it's it's, it's not a defense because i i'm not going to sit here and say this was done before the owners but i'm fairly certain this has been in place the years donkey's years I'm talking when I was near I to a grasshopper so way before 2008 2009 way before the owners came in I'm sure I remember JD having our shirts and then they had no issues they had no issues at all um so I don't know how how deep or how long this issue has actually been before it's been found out that Leicester have been cutting corners and 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 you know ripping her fans off again I'm not condoning it and I'm not saying that the owner shouldn't have maybe done this earlier or, or if it is something indeed that's come in since their regime but i just feel like maybe maybe it's just one of them tricks of the mind things but i feel like there's a particular store on the edge of town that's not too far away from king power i think that's the one that's mainly in question that i used to go to to get my shirts on there because they were a little bit cheaper you know mm. and, and i just wonder actually how long is it is this something that the owners kind of knew about but played ignorance to it because they didn't think anything behind it it was just like a deal that was really in contrast or is this something that was only there for them because i just i very very vividly remember being a a younger lad which remained me a lot younger than you know at that time than when when these owners came in that there was a store not too far away from the king power that had football boot bags it had kits it had shorts and I'm fairly sure, I'm certain this was back in the days when we had Walkers as a sponsor. Leicester
1: used to have an actual shop, I believe. It might be uh, that, that I'm thinking uh, of. Yeah, it it, it near the I'm, top
2: tower. It, yeah, it um, may even hmm. be that, that I'm confusing it with. But I do remember there was a certain store that I looked at one day and thought, "How's that connected to the club? Surely anything Leicester is sold within the club." But as as we know, I mean, a
1: Facebook connected. user here, and, and Jason, I, I don't know who you were calling. Um, a dickhead, but I've removed that. And if you post anything like that again, you get kicked out of the Facebook group. So yeah,
2: uh, I was scared because, to deal with you know, myself
1: when you put. Yeah. That. Uh, so watch your language. Uh, but he does go on to say here, um, and I can't see what it says now. Uh, get the shirt from the guy at the ground uh, from the fan store on match day. It's the same price. It's not what we, you know, they're charging sixty three. What I'm saying is they're stopping somebody else selling it. A little bit cheaper because can I, they.
3: can i make a point there chris because i've just looked yeah. at jd sports they sell tottenham shirts they've got one above the other on the website one is 80 pounds and there's one below which is exactly the same which is 40 pounds
1: is that not a child one
3: i thought that it must be oh actually sorry it's my fucking eyes it's a home short 40 pounds for a pair of shorts
1: <laughs> so now, can I just say a short
3: has a shirt.
1: Sort of two, two gaps for the legs to go in, where a shirt has smaller no, gaps. for the arms but they've to got go a in.
2: picture. Of the, they've got a picture of the shirt though.
1: No, I have Oh, they can't
2: even advertise it properly. Yeah, I thought. I thought Dave was just about to reveal that Tottenham had a trophyless discount for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was.
1: Like Smigster says, I live in Western Superman. I get my shirt online every season with badges and names and numbers cost me over £80. That's it when you start to add the extras on, you know. Yeah,
2: Um, although you could could argue the the extras are are more on you. I mean, uh, again, children, I can see the argument for children, obviously, but as an adult, that's up to you. I I mean... I I, I, I
1: want to support my team. I can't get to the matches because I live an eight-hour return journey away. So I can't get to the matches. When you put the cost of the the time, the petrol, food, um, plus the season ticket, not like getting the number 43 bus to the ground and getting off on a 10-minute journey. So what I'm saying is all those costs. So I always bought the shirts, and I buy three shirts most seasons now, the home, the set away, and the third, basically because when I do this show, I like to wear different shirts. Uh, And it's my way of supporting the club now next season if i buy a blue one i'll be buying it well when i bought the black work work, the black one this season when it was 20 quid um i mean terry says here surprise are not any pirate shirts made in the city if there was leicester city would be going absolutely mad oh you can't do that you're ripping the club off so it's not you can't rip the club off but you can rip the fans off
2: but but what gets me is chris is they'll fly and post out thousands of kits to, to, to areas like Thailand and other places like that where, where Leicester do have a, a, a more popularised um following, obviously due to them being Thailand owners but obviously yeah. are, are short and success they'll pay for that to go out there and, and, and make it affordable for their cost of living out there they're, they're, they're not charging them the equivalent of £63 for, the, for their shirt, so they can't be that bothered about making a, a, a profit on it too much can they? Because they're making it affordable for, for that. I'm not that's not supposed to come out any, any way, shape or form towards the financial issues over in other countries. I can't go into that detail, but you know what I mean? It's like they're not suddenly expecting them to pay what in certain areas of the world would be a bloody month's worth of work. Yeah. But they're gonna down cost it for them.
1: Yeah. I mean this 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 for me sums less up because you and me, Dave, and and you as well, to a point. But we've supported Leicester uh, all our lives. Us, obviously, long, long longer, Brad, not being awful, yeah. which happened to be older. Um, yeah. I and, haven't
2: got another sixty years of my life like you, Pat. <laughs> no,
1: thank you, thank you. Um, anyway, uh, as we were saying, um, but I can, you know, this isn't what the club we are supporting now is not the club that we used to support. Is not the little old Leicester family sort of club. And I, I understand it to a point, but this put the fans at the heart of it. I can't remember the last time when, you know, unless it was a free bottle of water, a free can that they actually put us at the heart of it. You know, we, we, we get, I mean, they do in a way, and I've got to remember they donate a lot of money to charity. Of course they do. What this makes me wonder, Dave, is what else they're ripping us off on. And if they're prepared to do this and then hide from it, oh, Top knew nothing about it. Susan Whelan knew nothing about it. It was the head of marketing that is no longer there. Bollocks. Yeah, Sorry. You it's don't two make that things. It's two things.
3: Yeah, the rippers off on beer and food, but everybody does. You know, you pay the most wonderful pork, uh, sausage roll bits of fiber. I don't know how much the lager is, but it's not cheap. Um, so you get ripped off wherever you go. The other thing is I don't trust JD Sports at all. I think they're the one of the biggest crooks in the industry. They pretend they're not now, but they always have been. A bit like the other clowns sports shop. um sports from Newcastle. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they pretend that they're doing deals and they don't care who they rip off. They don't care who they undercut. They don't care how they do it. Part of me, I, I get it, Chris, I really do. And, and I think all shirts are too expensive. And if, you, if you've if got a family and you buy five, then you should get massive discount. That would be my way of doing it. But I just think Leicester maybe naively were protecting themselves and their, and their own shop mm. against being stitched up by discounts. Because guaranteed in six months' time or whatever, JD Sports will be selling this stuff off cheap. No doubt about it, and Because
1: at one point, and they made the shirts, didn't they, for us? Yeah, but, they did. But they'll be, sell-
3: they'll be selling all everybody else's kit off cheap. Yeah. If they can't get rid of it, it'll be the first thing discounted. Just, you know, just look at that—a
1: family. For me, if all my, say if all my four children and they're now adults, so it would be five adult shirts. But then, if it was one adult and four children growing up. I mean, mm. I've never been happier to discover that, you know, only only one of my four children actually follows Leicester. The other you three are bothered.
3: I'd half-price those. I mean, what could you lose by doing that? Brad said that gives most of them away abroad anyway. Half-price them. If yeah. you've got
2: two adults
3: and two yeah. children, do it
2: for under the quid. Problem, the problem you have is I reckon it's a little bit of naivety as well because I think they felt that for all they do for the club and I know you say Chris a free bottle of water and a um and a free donut doesn't cook what they do and I know you know I know we have to remember that they've paid for travel before they've paid for breakfasts and, and then little things all add up on that but there's a comment that um that's just uh, one of the few comments that just come up he's on about how um when we had the clappers and and he's quite right there saying that the the price of the program went by 50p is just business sadly. and i feel like leicester were a bit naive maybe and thought well it's not nice but you've got to remember i can tell you this now because i don't have anything where i can't say anything about about the club to a degree obviously i can't i would never slander us anyway unless it was necessary but it was um i know for a fact that when they had the clappers it was costing them a million pounds per game to ordering these clappers to get them printed to get them put out because they got the they they got universe uh uni f uni and fs and and university students to put them out so they won't pay anyone to do it but the project alone every match and if you say that's 19 home games forget the champions league games as well when they were doing it that's that's 19 to more 19 million minimum they were paying a season to get it out and i know it doesn't sound a lot but if you then put the price of a donut and a bottle of water, even if you say that's a pound each, that's what 3.2 million pounds, I can't do my time it's 340. Whatever it is, someone who's better and master me, how, how much is that per person per capita at the King power? And I think maybe in any sort of business, and again, I'm not defending it, it's still wrong, it's morally wrong in a way to rip off your fans in any sort of circumstances. But I thought, well, maybe they'll forgive us a little bit they'll give us a, and it's, it's clearly backfired on them and they're now clearly backtracking the steps and pretending they knew nothing about it and their heads are up their own arse and they're ostriches if you want to quote a final knowledge of person but I I kind of think that maybe that's suddenly what's increased the um the net revenue of the of I don't know how how dramatic is affecting them but there's other things that we get for free that we have taken for granted because we, we judge it on an individual, not a collective basis. Like but how, how many
1: people that order shirts, like myself, I I never went to a match last season, so I didn't get any free travel, any free baking butties, any free water or beer, you know, none, none of that. So, but I'm still paying. I'm still mm-hmm. being ripped off for a shirt. They sell more than
2: 32,000 shirts oh, a year.
1: Yeah, of course and that, they're they're the people that are benefiting from
2: the free bottle of water. But yeah, uh, we Matt, get twelve thousand people each match day that haven't got a season ticket; to buy their tickets individually.
1: Yes, yes, and look, I don't want this to take over the show because I did this, they do. It <laughs> one, but I, 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 I know I wanted to bring it up because I'm still pissed off about it, as you can probably tell, as somebody yeah. who buys the shirts. <laughs> and this is probably the first year for a long time. And I decided I didn't like the shirt. Then I thought, oh, actually, it's got a bit of the Steve Line next year's sort of, you know, in, into the pattern. And then I've decided, no, they're not going to have me money, and I'm not going to be a member either this year. So that's my protest. But um, but look, all I will say is I am now questioning in, and I am questioning very much. I'm not questioning his, uh, top's commitment to the club. You don't spend ninety two million pound unless you're committed to a club. But I'm just wondering what as a club, after last season and the debacle of how the club was run by Whelan and and everybody else, and this now comes out, what else they're ripping us off on. Uh, Moving on, uh,
3: we've got a new assistant manager, Dave.
1: Uh, Underwhelmed?
3: Underwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was with a mate of mine yesterday from Southampton and I just said, or somebody asked him, was he any good in goal? No. Was he any good? Anything else? No, but who knows? Who knows? I think he's surprised he got to assistant manager though. It's a bit early, isn't
1: it? <laughs> Excuse me, but no, it's a bit left field, wasn't it? You know,
3: must um... be a good reason for
2: it. Well, they probably think because he's a goalkeeper that the position will be in safe hands. <laughs> oh. I'll say oh. later, Chris.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to write that one down uh, I'll use that one Well if he
3: stays with us I suppose you could say he's a keeper but, mm-hmm. <laughs> This is, this
1: is what the,
0: you
3: want Dave this is with, all all these things, with all these things Time's going to tell We don't know do we We really don't know um, I think the early friendlies Will show what type of football They're trying to f- Hey is that this week Friendly this week Northampton, I believe so. I know they're well, aren't they? Yeah, that be an interesting game.
1: Isn't it? Okay, well, let, let's actually, as you've brought it up, mm. um, I mean, we'll, we'll come back to that, Terry. I'm just going to highlight that, um, because I want to, we'll, we'll come back to this, the manager. But as you brought that up, Dave, are you bothered about the pre season friendlies? I mean, away to more, Northampton, no. who gives a shit?
3: Not normally, but I think Northampton are a decent side. It's a good workout. And I think what it will show is how we're going to play football next year. So if we don't pass along the back four and back to the keeper all the time, we might actually start playing a bit of, you know, Man City football in a little way. Um, It might be the start of something like that. I mean, everybody can say, oh, training's intense and it's different and we're doing this. But actually, until you get on the pitch and do it, As we know, it doesn't make any difference. Everybody trains well under Brenda, but when they get out there on a Saturday, they play shit. So I think it's significant. This is significant, I think, this year.
1: Brad, your thoughts on it? Northampton is on Saturday the 15th of July. So, yes, Mm -hmm. it is this Saturday. Um, It will probably be on... um,
2: L- rate. yeah, LTCID. Well, it might be on here. We never know. How many LCFs, right? Because we were talking about how we started, Chris, earlier. On, are you
1: making separate deals that I don't know about here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <quite laughs>
2: LCRD. LCRD. Oh, oh, you? <laughs> <coughs>
1: um, I'm I'm going out with my daughter. I'm not even going to be here to... Uh, I've got something going on in the morning. I'm not sure what it is, something Something. I've got to run through. And then in the afternoon, I'm going out with my daughter to buy um, a suit for me for my son's wedding. I don't give a shit about Northampton because, you know, half the players that are playing might not be here at the start of the season. Uh, we know it's a run-out just for for tra- you know for training purposes. And, OK, so Connor Cody might pay, Harry Winks, uh, Winks might play. Who cares? We'll see them. I want to see them against Coventry on the first day. This to me,
2: now I can't be bothered. Yeah, I think you know, if we beat Northampton six 0 does it suddenly mean we're going to win the championship? No, because no one out will play Burton Albion and draw one all, uh, and everybody will think we were fighting relegation. We everybody should really know by now at this stage of of, of following any football team, let alone Leicester, that the first. Well, how many friendless we got? Six, is it friendlies? Five, six yeah. friendlies? Yeah. yeah. So let's just say five, six friends The first four are 11 play. Uh, the first 11 play the first half. The second 11 play the second half. The first four are for fitness, match preparation, and trying two tactics. You're probably going to see, and, and we're still going to be guessing. We're still going to be guessing until about the fifth or the big game. You know, I air quote the big game. So again, I apologize. I don't know how, whole entire um well
1: they haven't even put it i mean leicester's can't even be asked to put it up on yeah. the the fixtures they've got leicester spurs which is sunday the 23rd of uh, july so that's quite soon and then the following sunday we play liverpool both of those obviously in thailand um but those are the only friendlies that they've actually put up on our fixture list. So the club can't be bothered about because we're playing Burton. Yeah. We always play Burton, don't we?
2: Yeah, uh, we do. Um, and, and again, that's probably why they know it's fitness. They know that unless you're really desperate to see any potential new signings or the two, well, the two new signs we actually have. But Unless you're really desperate and cannot wait to see them on on, on, on telly or wherever the, the Liverpool Spurs games will probably end up on, because you'll probably find some way to watch them if they're not getting broadcasted. Or if, even if you can't wait till the Sunday kick-off against our local rivals, Coventry, in, in August to see them play, you're not really that bothered. It won't be until the fifth or sixth game where I maybe cast one eye on the friendlies, because I will go, OK, We are 90% ready for the start of the season. You'll imagine all the Ian Acho and and Harvey Barnesings will be put to rest one way or another. Um, You know, you'd imagine anybody else that's, that's got a chance to potentially be leaving the club will have already left at this time and anybody that they're looking to bring in will already be in. So it won't be till... Game five, probably even had a push game six in the preseason listings. That we see a full strength side and that, then Liverpool, that Liverpool Spurs games, they probably will be the time where you look at them and go, Okay, that's how we're going to line up this season. That's going to be his formation. It won't necessarily be the complete 11 because he'll still want to rest and rotate players. And they'll still, I'm assuming, will be allowed to rotate the whole 11 if he needs to be through them games, but you'll get more – it won't be to that point so you get more of an idea what right. Enzo's going to do for, for, formation-wise and what he's going to get just our style of play to be. So, yeah, I'm yeah. with you, Chris. The first four, I don't really care for them.
1: Larry said here, Dave, uh, 3,700 other City fans disagree. It will be a good afternoon. And I have total respect for them. I yes. have total yeah. respect for fans that go to away games, that travel – yeah, I mean, I was talking. I was actually on a show earlier today with an Ipswich fan, and it was quite, it was quite nice to talk to what I would call a proper fan rather than a a Man United fan who lives in London or something like that. Um, but we got Ipswich on Boxing Day, and to me, that's like I said, it's nice to have a local game again <laughs> on, the, on Boxing Day rather than travelling up Manchester and Liverpool. Uh, but all respect to fans that do go on the away days, total and utter respect for them but I just can't get excited because like like Brad said, we're not going to see the players we're going to see them making cameo appearances in past we've had two games on the same day at the same time
3: and Yeah, yeah what it does though, it does start to give the, the new staff members, manager and everybody else a bit of a feel about the club and the supporters, it gets them to know, they might Go over and have a chat. You never know. You know, things that you can't do in the league game that you can do in friendlies. And I think it probably starts building up the atmosphere about the supporters. Um, okay. So I don't think it does any harm. And it gets, you know, what it's like when you start playing for the first time in the season. You you think you're fit, but you're not. Uh, until you've played four or five games. But So it's an important start. But I don't know. I just think it's a way of gelling the relationship between the fans who, to be honest, we've been battered and bruised last year, um, big time. I mean, yeah, away games, home games, we've just been treated like shit by the management team, um, mm. and treated like idiots. And this is a chance to for the club to turn that around, and for the fans to say, right, we do support you. You know, we're looking yeah. forward to it.
1: Um, so you know, it different back. views. Yeah, going back to this point, and I'll come back to you, Dave, because we were talking about it when, when it came up. Uh, Terry says here, was convinced it was going to be Cambia, so It would have been lovely to have been to, to have been Cambiaso. It would have scored a few um, brownie points uh, for the new boss had it been. Um, but you're going to expect him to bring his his um, uh, own play, own as you said. Uh, well, not his friends, but, you know, people that he knows. Yeah. In. And sorry to see Mike Stowell go, go as we said last week, Rad. Uh, Not sorry to see Adam Sadler or the NARS London, whatever it was called, the so-called set-piece coach go. Mm. Um, but, look, Mike Stow, he has been with us a long time. And yeah. new ideas coming in and this Calibra, whatever he's called, I thought they were a group that... One well, X factor. Maybe I'm wrong. Is um, uh, maybe you'll get a game if uh, if Averson and Ward don't uh, put their ideas up.
3: I think you you know you're talking about very experienced people in the game. I think you you've got to wonder how long it'll take them to settle down. I mean, it is the championship. Uh, it's not the Premier League. Things are very different in there, aren't they? Mm. You, know, you, you you get kicked about a bit, and there's no VAR, and there's no re- decent referees. Um, not, not that mm-hmm. the Premier had many. Um,
1: we can go. We can go back to blaming the real referees like we used to.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And talk about whether it was a goal or not, but not really knowing. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think I don't know. The jury's out on them. Um, I think they haven't got long to get it going, to be honest, which is why the friendlies are so important to them. Yeah. Maybe not to us.
1: Right, Brad, former Man City and Chelsea goalkeeper, Willie Caballero, joined Leicester City as assistant manager. Were you under underwhelmed as much as Dave and me were?
2: It was very much out of nowhere. The only thing I would say about it is he was still, I think, was he not at Southampton as well yeah. for a bit? Um, I don't know if that was a goalkeeper yeah. or some staff. I, I i'm not sure maybe maybe one of you two or someone in the comments will, will be able to inform me better but i mean the fact that he was still playing football and he has the i'm assuming uh, qualifications to be able to money uh, to be classed as an assistant manager at that level he must have some form of passing grade or some level of um whatever it is you get in football yeah, um,
1: he says he, he joins from Southampton, 41-year-old, and he was a former Argentinian international. He's won the Champions League, the Europa League, the FA Cup with Chelsea and the League Cup with Manchester City. Uh, I mean, you know, he's he knows how to win things.
2: Yeah, that's very true. And, and you know, we, we we questioned last year, where was that winning mentality? Where was that voice in the dressing room? And... Maybe he's going to come from a staff member this time, and we would have got that with Cambiasso. We—that's we, we, probably why we was more excited. Not just because he played for us for a season, and we we, we remember him fondly, but we know that Cambiasso's no mug. He wasn't going to take anything lying down. And if you have that barking instructions that year. He's not going to be like his seal, mate, is he? He's not going to be like the seal 2.0. He's, he's going to have a brain cell and more. And I found just, some seal bars the other day. I've still got well, some. You <laughs> should have told us, to Brandon, 50% off. You've you know, yeah. got to take short, mate. Um, Scott but no, I, I don't know if it's a bad idea or not. No, Time will tell,
1: as, as Dave says. Scott says to have a sell-on clause in the Fafana deal. <laughs> it's the other Fafana that's been, that's been sold by Chelsea, not half our forfauna not not the devil child yeah, the the other, other forfauna that, that's going we yeah, have,
2: have a 10% clause in it um yes. where was i just going to
1: say there um, yeah i mean a, a point here personally i thought Sal had, had to go i thought the goalkeepers were rather not being trained or didn't listen but he's been at the club how long now you know dave when a when a manager a coach is at a club for so long Things move on, and yet they're still probably teaching the same old methods. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why, like, Arsene Wenger, when he came, it, what he brought was absolute, you know, wow, what the hell is this? And he was successful. Then towards the end, it was just going old hat, and, oh, it's that again and that again. So, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it just was time for and I, and I know he's come out in the paper today and said he's looking for another job, uh, and I wish him well, but maybe the time was was, was true for him well,
3: to go yeah he didn't inspire when he was i know he's only caretaker manager for a few games at about four goes was it but mm. you know his selections didn't inspire you in any way Yeah, um, he was very much a part of the old regime whoever whichever manager and whenever yeah. so yeah i think you've got to make a clean sweep give the manager his head let him pick his own team yeah. and um, let him fall on his sword if he does all get all the praise
1: I want to come to you again with this one because I think I, I, I don't want to hear Brad either swear or burst into tears um, but Terry says here i laugh my hef- head off if Festivard gets a game <laughs> <laughs> this is why I stuck with you because I knew that could happen uh, look, look got a lot of potential. Is Vestergaard that bad? A- away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mutt Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
0: The Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: Claire, and I would say... Yes, ha- he
0: is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've gone. You don't get a say in this. If you leave, you don't get a say. Wait, but look. me took a <laughs> Too sugary. Yes. You see,
3: I didn't think he was that bad at Southampton, but no. Southampton fans did. Yes, um, and he's he an international player in front of Casper. You'd have thought yeah. maybe that would have had some sway on it.
1: But the, the way I look at it is, is yep, yeah, he was. I agree with everything you've just said. International player, Premier League player for three or four seasons, um, just was not the player that would fit into the style of play that Rogers wanted no. to play at our club. Which makes no. you wonder why you bought him in the first place, but. How can we judge how good or bad he really was because he never played? You know, it was like saying and acho oh, he's a, he was a shit striker, but when he got the chance to play regularly, he was our top goal scorer for the season. And surely it's the same, is it not, with, with Vestergaard, How can we judge a player that we hardly ever fucking see play?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, I wasn't impressed when I did see him, but <clears throat> you're right. I mean, if you don't get a run, can you fit in? Um, but, Brad, we had a mean, certain right back like that as well, didn't we, from Southampton? Yeah.
1: But I think Brad. I, I'm dreading asking you this, Brad. But I mean, he, he didn't get a he didn't get. a I mute him. I could mute him. He, he didn't get a, a fair run out. He didn't get a fair crack of the whip, did he? And he was. I mean. He didn't look good when he played. I'm not going to say that, you know, he, he looked like, you know, John Terry, you know, um, or played as well as as, as, uh, as that. But it was very easy to blame him, wasn't it? But who else played any better when he was in the team?
2: I mean, yeah, for all the valid points you make, I'm just going to come back at you and say I'd rather have Frank Sinclair back when he was scoring own goals by seeing Walker from the edge of his own box than Vestergaard, because uh, if he if, if he wasn't getting into the team for whatever reason, and look, despite my opinions on of Vestergaard, of whether it was a fallout with Brendan or not, whether it was the very very backwards-arse choice to bring someone in who doesn't fit into your style of play but you convince the reporter and try and mug fans off by saying he does fit in style of play and then never play him i don't know what was going on there but now how old is he chris 34 now no i think he's, he's got to be 30 31 I, I will have a look i will have a maybe look maybe i'm thinking how many feet tall he is i don't know because he's quite a. Uh, but I think he's maybe 30, 31. Mobile. I mean, if people don't watch... to let's be
1: honest with you. Brad wouldn't know his age. He doesn't even know what shirt number he is. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <30, 30. laughs> he now. Was, oh, he wow. was born in 1992. So however old oh, that 30, makes him.
2: 30, 31. is he younger than me? Yeah. He looks 40. Have you seen this face? It looks it like is. he could get in. He could get in the new Wednesday uh, thing on uh, Adam's family. He could be Lurch. <laughs> he's, he he's,
1: he's had, he, he was brought up in Denmark. It's cold. It's cold. Well, in
2: what, did you get it? Did you get, did you get it with a solid Denmark flag in the face? Because <laughs> yeah. All right. So he's, a, he's younger than me, which is disturbing on all on all kinds of levels for my brain to wrap, a, wrap its head around. Because I'm born in 1990. Um, okay. But still, he's immobile, um, and if people are already got a disdain for Johnny Evans, not just because he won't sign a new contract, but because a certain Craig, who's who is a big admirer, as we know, don't we, Chris? Craig Craig is a big admirer and a big fan of of uh, Johnny Evans. He never talks about how slow and immobile he is. Why would we want the second one? I I, I don't get someone who's not played professional football for two years because of the club. Because of loan decisions that he turned down for whatever reason. He's not kicked a ball outside of training for two years. So, what good's he going to be in the championship? He's going to be slow. He's going to be off the pace. We're not going to use him like we did Matt Elliott and play him up front as a striker because we'd never see the football. He'd leave the stratosphere if he got a volley underneath it, knowing him. So. Well, I don't
1: know. I mean, looking at him, who was that tall striker we used to have, Dave, when we were in the lower divisions?
3: Oh, God.
1: Omroid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, he's, he's an amount mark too. Uh Terry says um is the manager wanting certain players in the recruitment department. This was a Rogers sign-in. And this yeah. is what gets me. He 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 came because he thought Rogers had won him, because Rogers had been after him for two seasons, you know. Um but uh, you know the fact
2: that we put Ryan nine... Bennett, two words I'll say to you. Ryan Bennett, he chased him for eight years, he was Look how that turned out! But again, think.
1: again, was he that bad? Yeah. What did he do that was that bad?
2: Um, he slid, tackled the ball into our, one of their players and get them from goal. He um, lost his marker many a time, and uh, uh, he was all over the shot. He was not the same player that he was scouting for eight years. I, Roger's got two players. You know how you said about Mike Stout, you know, and they say you don't change with the time. Mm-hmm. I just think he saw a player that still wasn't there but wanted him that badly throughout that time that he got him. I think it's the same with Perez. Look how quickly he came through the door. The rumor has it that he wanted him for years, Perez as well, which is why he immediately brought him in. So. You know, we had a manager that couldn't adapt to the times either, or see. No, yeah. oh, no,
1: no, quite right, quite right. And sometimes these managers have to move on because look at Mourinho. You mm. know, he he had to leave and go to Italy to replicate the success that he had with with Chelsea. Um, I'm just looking where Real Betis are actually in the league. Did they did they end up in the European places? Um, I don't know but they do seem where do Yes you get Real Betis So you've got two players That Weren't good enough to play For Leicester uh, One of Real Betis are in the Europa League And one Atletico Madrid Are in the Champions League And we've lost two players to them um,
2: I'm only gutted about one though I think we're all good about one Let's face it, Solonji was good enough for Leicester John Terry proved that in his first two days being there He went, what the hell are you doing in the Under-21s Come training with the first team That tells you all we need to know The fact, they didn't do the same with Vestergaard (laughs) I I just just think
1: sometimes (laughs) We tend to take a player, Dave And we latch on to them as not liking them I mean, Ben Chilwell He was absolutely... Yeah, not I didn't get him, that. But he wasn't popular with the vast majority. And yet, whilst he wasn't you know, good enough to play for Leicester, he was England's number one left-back.
3: Yeah, I never got that. I always thought Chilwell was good. I mean, he struggled yeah. defending. He was a bit like Gareth Bale, wasn't he? Never a left-back, but more of an attacking midfielder. And look, um, I mean,
1: Luke Young, everybody's saying, oh, he's not good enough and we should have loaned him out. He's, <laughs> he's just come back with the Euro Under-21 medal. That's two medals he's got more than Harry Kane.
3: And if I can also point out Bertrand, Ryan Bertrand, he played four games for Leicester, probably only three and a half, if that. He <laughs> um, looked
1: good in the first one. He that, did. Was thought, that was a friendly. That was a friendly. I rest my really case cool. about friendlies. It's <laughs> in it <laughs> that friendly.
2: It's all about good free kick, though, really, Chris.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah he looked okay. Yeah. I remember coming out and saying this could be the surprise signing of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah he
2: was yeah. surprised how injured he was.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> really
1: a surprise because every Southampton family spoke to him, and even had on the show said yeah. he's uh, he's an injury waiting to happen. Um, but yeah, the best I mean,
3: was rubbish. They said that.
1: But Luke, what's he... Uh, Luke Thomas? Thomas. Um, yeah, he's, he's just won another medal. He's got an FA Cup. He's well, in fact, he's got three medals so he's got an FA Cup, he's got a charity shield, uh, and now he's got a, an England under Euro 21. He's got more international trophies that, and medals than Harry Kane has, but people don't think well, he's good enough.
3: Well, so have I, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> I think, I think, <laughs> I think Luke Thomas he's is not a good, not good enough, Dave. <laughs> no, not now. He needs support, doesn't he? Look, All these youngsters playing, they're exposed to a decent winger. They need support. And we don't do it. We don't mark wide. We never did. In all the games I saw last year, we left space on the wide side all the time. And, you know, like Ben Chilwell did it to King Power, they score from it. I mean, every time, I I didn't get that at all. You know, you you got full backs. Mark your bloody wingers.
1: But, Brad, we had somebody that was in charge, that was supposed to be absolutely brilliant with youngsters and, and training them and bringing them through. Belend. Oh, Just in case you need reminded who it was. Oh, um,
2: I, really, I never would have guessed.
1: Uh, I, I mean, how many of these play- He seemed to bring them through,
2: and then they seemed to stop. The, the, the thing is, with um, Luke Thomas especially, is he wasn't prepared uh, and nor were the club prepared to have him in the plans to start playing them and i think brandon tried his best to but handled it horribly with his wording of saying that luke thomas wasn't ready for the premier league now whether he felt that in himself and whether he felt oh i'm not ready i don't know maybe i I i'm not sure i'm ready for this big occasion i don't know but people seem to forget luke thomas is you've just said it there chris He's in the under-21s for England. We're not talking he's just helped the first team win a Euro Championship, because that's never happened in our history, right? He's just helped the under-21s. He made his Leicester debut away at Spurs, I believe it was, age, what, 19, 18, 19? So when we had the England international men's left back in our team, who only got hate because he wouldn't... Bob up and down the wing for 90 minutes because he's not a Duracell bunny, right? He, he actually had to, you know, balance, you know, his efforts to run Chilwell. And Chelsea fans have learned to accept Chilwell for the way he is for me enough because they realise that he's not going to be up and down the wing. The problem is for, you know, Luke Thomas, as he was chucked into the deep end, he had to play, what was it, 14, 15 games of that first season he was with Leicester, somewhere around that number anyway, if, it, if it's not close to us. In that sense and he never got the chance to recover because all of a sudden once you put someone in a limelight, right and let's remember he did a decent enough job to keep getting picked there when we had players coming back fit. he was still putting performances that we were singing it be- then becomes very difficult because you have to manage their confidence quite fragile teenagers these days with all their social media. So quite fragile teenagers these days are so made of thinner stuff than we were as teenagers all of us here right and the problem is is when you you, you can't then just suddenly go, thanks for playing a season and a half, but I've got him brought uh, James Justin from Newton, so you can now go on loan. No, no the, the decision should be made at the end of that first season to mature him out alone. And when he chose not to and he, and he, and he entrusted him with that le- left-back responsibility as the first-team left-back, the worst thing you can do to someone like that is when the tough when it starts getting tough and they start having a wobble, is instead of putting an arm around them and telling them you believe in them and to trust themselves, is to drag them out away way and say, you're not good enough, essentially, is what I'm saying to you, because I'm sending you out all to Middlesbrough. It would have worked back in the day when we had other players and we were made of thicker stuff, oh. right, that's what I'm saying, but it doesn't work now. And Unfortunately, I think Leicester fans maybe need to remember, we've been, for the past three and a half seasons, we've had someone who still qualifies for the under-21s playing as Abba. Left back in the top division of England, couldn't have
1: track. been up, up shit, creek, wouldn't we? Without him,
2: yeah, of course, we would have. We'd have had got playing left back,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Francis is asking about predictions for the seed. we don't know. I am actually trying to, I am going to be doing a prediction show, possibly. Well, it will be with a uh, non um, Leicester fan because we don't know the team, so hopefully, we'll be getting somebody that knows that, um, that particular. Uh, league that will predict it but we don't know yet who's playing who's being sold I mean you know we can't predict any starters we don't know who'll be in a bloody squad at the time but uh, I want to come on to, to the next point now and we will do that straight after this the Premier League that's so last season it's all about the championship here on LTID TV yeah. now that's what I call football you hit the right spot Indeed. Um, This is the one that's come up. Um, Luke's earlier. Coventry for me was the worst possible start. As we know, anybody can win a derby. Just hope the occasion doesn't get to the lads. Are you not excited, um, Dave? I'm excited. Actually, I called Coventry at home. as the first match just before it was announced. So I wish I had a bet on it. I'm I'm excited by that because it's a proper derby at last.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's it's my derby because uh, being from Nuneaton, Coventry's yeah. nearer to where I lived than Leicester. So yeah, and a lot of Coventry fans at school. So it was always a big day um, I mean, when sorry. it was on a bloody Saturday. So well, it, it, it didn't take him long to change it, did it?
1: It was changed as soon as it was announced. So yeah. it was done before yeah. it even came out.
3: Outrageous. Yeah.
1: I mean, I suppose it depends where in the county you are yeah, as definitely. to whether it's Forest, Derby, or, or, or Coventry. I I think that they're all three of them are Derby games um, because they're all East Midlands clubs. But I mean, I was quite happy to call um, uh, the, the you know the Villa a derby game because over the years it was the only team that were in that division with us you know I, I hate them. to
3: be uh, pedantic but Coventry's West Midlands
2: all
1: right
2: then <laughs> well, at the end of the I'll help you I was gonna say I'll, I'll, I'll do that I'll, I'll get him out get him out luckily that's in there.
1: Oh god, you wait till no eat today, mate, if just, I was if test. I'm
3: gonna you in it. Just mentioning it. <laughs> See, we're very precious in the Midlands. See, yeah. I'm not from Birmingham. I was always told I was I from Birmingham me. down
2: south.
1: But they're the nearest club to us.
2: It's the M69 Derby. What do yeah. you say about motorway derbies, Brad? Look, look, what I'm going to say to you, Dave, is exactly what Chris just mentioned there. And all of this red side of the train track bollocks, when, you know, when you know you've got a Derby and they call it by the by the motorway name, you know you're massive as a Derby. With the M69 Derby, you go look and watch in your archives of a lesser season, probably about 400 years ago when we were last in the same division as Coventry, you'd have to dig it out the last time we were in a division with commentary it was re- it was referred to as the m69 derby and i tell me, mate, that's when you know you've made it big
0: there there derby one, the any, derby.
3: ah hold on are there are only two clubs on the m69 like that Where's well, the
0: no, no,
2: no, don't no. matter, Dave Coventry and Leicester recognise us. The M, we won the M69 Derby award, they We're massive, that's how it goes. That's, that's the rules. Look, if
1: if Nuneaton ever get into the Unless same division as us,
3: there will be an M69 Derby if we ever get back into the bloody Southern League.
1: <laughs> well, this is the point. I mean, I'm just looking here at yeah, the M1 that, Derby and blame. Where are we? Uh, The last time we played Coventry was on the 3rd of March, 2012. Hmm. That should have been one of your questions in the quiz, shouldn't it? Um, We beat them 2-0. Goals were scored by David Nugent and Jermaine Beckford. He wasn't offside.
2: It must have been the (laughs) FA Cup then, was it? Beckford. Um uh, You're thinking of the Forest game where it's got a hat-trick Yeah, no, it was the championship Championship. Yeah, the
1: championship. Okay. And our team consisted Our starting 11 Was Kasper Michael, He was awful Bad goalkeeper, wasn't he?
3: Never laughed uh, yeah. no,
1: no. Paul Koncheski Wes Morgan Sean St. Ledger mm-hmm. Ben Marshall Lee Peltier Neil Dans Lloyd Dyer Richie Wellens, Jermaine Bedford, and David Nugent. Um, mm. Ben Marshall was replaced in the seventy first minute by Danny Drinkwater. Uh, David Nugent was swapped with Jeffrey Schlupp. And Jermaine Schlu- Bedford oh. went off with Steven Howard.
2: Oh, big Steve Howard. What a player. What a and player
1: he was. Our other two subs were Tom Kennedy. Yep. Didn't yeah. Didn't he yeah. end up being naughty in Thailand? Yeah, probably. Remember? And Sol Bamba.
2: Sol, Sol Bamba. His de- anyone remember his debut, Sol Bamba? Yes. What a so I was about to game ask game that. Oh, that, that game, mate. Who was it? Who did we play? Oh, oh, teacher, pick me, pick me.
0: <laughs>
2: Man, City, Man City in the FA Cup. Brad,
1: sit down and wait your oh, turn. Oh, but... Uh, Put yeah. your hand up, I think you want to go to the toilet.
3: I think it was Man City in the FA Cup. Home.
1: My answer, sir. Read my answer. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and you know how he scored? Come on, then, Brad. Uh, it was a corner, and I can't remember. It sounds obvious like he would have headed it in, but it was from a whole corner, and he yeah. either headed it in or he toe punted it in. I think it was
3: a deflection. Was
2: it. Wasn't it a back heel? Could have Could been. Be it was it wasn't the obvious way you thought, but yeah, he scored. He'd only just did didn't—he just come on as well, yeah. literally.
1: No, oh, I it was in think it
2: was like the sixth minute of the game. Yeah, and then um, and then Andy King equalised near the end of that game and took it to a replay. And we got—we only got beat—we got beat four-two when we went to yeah. What was then known as the City of Manchester Stadium? It's now known as Etihad Airways or whatever they want to call it these
3: days. Well, Sven was in charge, wasn't he? Then
2: yeah i believe so yeah. yeah joe i remember i remember the game because it was one of the few games i'd been able to get through that season with to nab tickets and i remember joe hart caught it and spilled it straight to andy king and andy king went like that after um i think they had a player called um joe at, um he was up front with tevez and he missed an open goal and he couldn't get a, a boot connection on him properly i remember that game james Milner, i think may have even scored for man city in that game Carlos Tevez did a little like um it was almost gianfranco zola like finish to to get him level I mean, that game is is imprinted I'm embedded just, in the I game. am
1: just watching it now um
2: who's the corner, corner, corner
1: short corner He's Gallagher it. in it was that it was a toe poke it wasn't a yeah, back
2: was a poke on. yeah,
1: yeah. A toe poke in and it was funny after I'm just showing it again in slow motion a short corner from Gallagher back to him, headed across. No, he well, hang on. It was a side for. We'll, we'll split it. It was a side foot in. He came down and he side
2: footed it in. If that we makes mean, sense. Like, striker's finished for a for a centre back. We ended up with
3: ten <laughs> men, didn't we, or something? Do we, we end up with ten men? Do we end up with ten men?
1: Oh, I don't know. I've I have shut
3: I that down. No, maybe uh, not. Um,
1: Hang on, let me go into my uh, history.
3: So right, I just rings a bell because. Hang on,
1: not that history.
3: Um, miss the, missed the replay.
1: Um... He's got so many questions. No, I don't know. I don't. Nah,
3: no, don't worry about it.
1: Uh, but uh, Gordon Milne could have been their manager. Terry, you are right. Sol Bamba, he went on. For, he was playing for Leeds at one point, wasn't he? He was and Cardiff. Yeah. Um okay I wanna we wanna wrap it up now because we've been we've gone over the hour. I just want to listen uh list this last one uh or possibly two here. Apparently indeed he's not going to Celtic. Um
3: uh, but he's going somewhere, is he?
1: We have well Saudi again, Arabia. Um Okay, I tell you what, mate, seeing as you've brought Saudi Arabia up, let's talk Saudi Arabia. I know we're not in the Premier League anymore, but is it not pot calling Kettle Black with the Premier League saying, Oh, Saudi Arabia, they're just what the Premier League did 30 odd years ago?
2: Yeah, it's exactly that. It's funny how when someone else does it, it's, it's immoral, it's against the uh, spirit of the game, you know. You no, know, it's like it's like throwing a ball at a set of stumps when someone's out the crease. It's, it's not in the spirit of the game, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's gone, he doesn't like cricket at all, does he? Really <laughs> hell. I made one reference. Um, <laughs> oh dear, no one wants to see me on full screen. I got it go, let it go. Um, you no, know, I'm one of them. I thought it was very fair and right of the Australians. There was no reason for Berso to do what he did to no one. But well, to I
3: don't believe it.
2: I don't know where, where – I didn't well, get rid of him. I don't I know, know where he's gone. I don't know. I think he booted his laptop off and that We mentioned it. He's clearly, <laughs> <long. It's laughs> <long. It's> clearly <laughs> still uh, salty about it. But... but it does seem very yeah. of, uh, hypocritical, doesn't it? Yeah, well, oh, it's funny how when someone else does it and does a, mm. a more – a better – for lack of a better word there, but a better job find financial – uh, bringing in in terms of money, they're able to start it up with. Oh, sorry, sorry, the you know Saudis are so rich and and uh, formidable in that sense because just because the Premier League had to finance football to a to a, to a way that is it makes you sick to think about it how much finances are involved yeah. in the sport these Talking days. Talking of finances, um... but doesn't it benefit them as well? Look at Chelsea; they're selling all their players to their second clubs over there and.
1: Well, there is that because Chelsea obviously have got to sort out all this with the financial fair play, and they've signed players for eight years and all this.
2: And they Chelsea, are Chelsea is... adhere to financial fair play. <laughs> <might have been laughs> man city go heck! <laughs> hang
1: on, hang on. We've 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 got him back. The man, the man don't is back. Don't
2: mention the cricket. I think I got away with it, but don't mention.
3: <laughs> that was rude. Sorry about that. I don't know what that, that meant. was. All right. you you, you oh, just. God. There's a well, spark, came out, spark came out of my ears, and it just went off. <laughs> Actually, no, the cricket was incredible, wasn't it? Absolutely we have the incredible. power
1: to rebuild him. Yeah. Um, look what hard. we
3: ended up with. should have seen me beforehand.
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh, Dave, I'll ask them to you with this one while well, we've got you, while well, you're still here. Um, FA Cup. Looks like it's going to be run by the Premier League now.
3: Yeah. So what? I don't know which is worse Premier League or the FA, to be honest. I think they're all Cowboys. I think
1: oh, wow. I'm just looking for the story here, but I, I, I saw it on Sky Sports, I'm sure. I'm not making
2: this up, am I, anybody?
1: Well, I've, I've not I've heard, heard it. it I've
2: but not heard that yet. And I can't wait me. for that. If we thought the FA Cup draws for bad, I can't wait for the no. Premier League to make sure that Man City and Man U get the likes of Shrewsbury Town and Chesterfield United all the way to the semi-finals. And Chelsea oh, get yeah. a home and draw. This, oh, oh, no, not this one. It slipped out of my hands. I meant this one. Oh, oh, would you look at that? Shrewsbury Town for Man City. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Tell
2: me you like to fix things without telling me you like to fix things if they brought it in ours. Um, what's, next, uh, what's next? Are uh, JD Sports going to sponsor the, uh, the League Cup? Shouldn't have brought them into it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I,
3: not, I, I don't know. i can't
1: find it now, but I'm sure I, I heard something on. Um... Did you hear it in a dream? No, no, definitely wasn't a dream.
2: Um... Or a nightmare in that case, I guess. FA Cup. Premier.
1: It was on Ooh. Talk
2: Sport. Oh. You mean talk spares? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I'd,
3: I'd be surprised if the FA let go of it. I mean it's one of the longest running competitions in the world, isn't it?
1: Well this is what they were this is what they were talking about, and they're saying it will become is the because they're on about the Premier League we're gonna so much more money up for it. Say, let us run it for you, mm. and you'll get you more money than you're getting now, etc. But then it would become just second to um, Premier League, wouldn't it? Because you'd have midweek matches,
2: and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and no one care. does. Anyone, honestly, you ask any fan, especially in the early ones, who cares for a midweek FA Cup game? It's just not an FA Cup, is it? FA Cup, no. yeah, three o'clock on a Saturday, make a day of it have it all out there let's go and see less to take on bristol rovers in the court yeah. they were the chances for you know for, for the for the fans that you know because the season ticket doesn't hold any benefit or never used to hold much benefit to a cup man right? that was the chance you got to take your young kids because the tickets would be free you yeah. know you know, and 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 most.
1: Here we go. Here we go. With the wife. FA Cup
2: set for biggest
1: shake-up in history with replays and showpiece weekend final axed. A proper, a potential deal with the Premier League could force the FA Cup to endure mass changes that include the scrapping of replays and major tweaks of the regular calendar. And maybe yeah. if it's in the mirror. It must be true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, all I can see see, for me, I would be quite, I would very easily say, let's get rid of replays in the FA Cup because we are playing too many games. I think we should get rid of them in the, well, we have got rid of them in the Caribou Cup. It should go straight to penalties. But look, if um, Blythe's beating Arsenal 1 0 at home in the fifth round or whatever, and they've got a chance to go through, they know that if they if, that if it's a draw and they go back to Arsenal, that Arsenal are going to whip their
3: ass for a lot of money.
1: Mm. Yeah, yes, but what happens if they get past Arsenal and then get Man United in the next round? That'd be more money.
3: Yeah, but you're really saying they could beat them on penalties, or Arsenal wouldn't score in the ninety fifth minute or something.
1: Well, we've seen it happen before. We've seen how yeah. often Premier League teams have scraped through, haven't we?
3: Yeah, I think clubs rely on replays as much as anything, so they can make the,
2: the money. I think the, the problem you've got there, Chris, with the replays is—is is I'm with you 100. I mean, for God knows how many years we've tried to backwards ask replays. I mean, we used to have first and second. It wasn't even replays in the League Cup. You remember from the quiz I did, Chris? The one the what the one out of about three I did get right was the fact that we had first and second legs in the first and uh, the first couple of rounds. I think it was. Up until the a third round where we played Manchester United where it wasn't home and away legs. Daniels at work, you know, but for years, since probably since the birth of the FA Cup or whenever at least when replays were introduced in the FA Cup, they were in there from the start. Um is again like like you said, it's the um it's the um financial benefit, you know, if if say a Sutton United and we all know that infamous incident but, but when they played uh when they when they beat um uh when they got drawn against Arsenal or somebody like that and either beat them or 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 they've been
3: they beat been when they were holders
2: yeah sorry yeah well yeah um but they were massive that was a massive day that that one week that one that one fixture probably Beat all the, uh, the, the home gate receipts combined for that one season. You know, a, a club, and you see it even if it's on the naff bloody BBC One show or whatever, wherever the draw's done, you know, when they get the crowd and the fan, you know, get one or two fans from each club in, they actually still cheer but get a little bit disappointed if after all the hard work of getting to the proper rounds of the cup, they go and draw a that. They're, they're wanting that away, you know, that home tie. Against a Leicester or an Arsenal, even Leicester, even though we're a Championship club, is still a big name that they're going to put on there because now officially Leicester are formal winners of the cup. What, what, what did Newport County want to do to Leicester? They wanted to knock us out of it. What did Forest want to do, and, and sadly, successfully do after the year after we won it? We want to knock them out because they're the holders. That's a, that's a big coup. I know it's difference in levels between them two teams, but the thing's there. And if you take that away from them, the question is. Are the premiership sides? and the answer to this is no, it's a, it's a rhetorical question, doesn't need an answer. Are they going to make up the financial loss that these clubs will get by not getting a replay? You know, if they go to Anfield and hold Liverpool to a 0-0 draw because they put out the run of 21s, why should they lose on penalties and not get a chance to showcase it at home? That's, Liverpool, that's on Liverpool for not being good enough over 90 minutes to beat them you know yeah. why shouldn't they and if they're not going to compensate them and, and make their percentage pay out for the draw better then, then why do these you know we, we we moan that clubs are going out of business you know Berry's just reformed Bolton were lucky they didn't go out of business we've lost no ends of clubs and you've seen the fallout from the Wimbledon sides and that mm-hmm. and Kate Dunn's which one's which and which one's real the reason we lose these clubs is because we take away opportunities like this and i just i just feel like if you give the premier league the power of it you might as well put the fa cup in the bin and i don't i
1: don't agree with giving the premier league no exactly totally no no just 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 no in fact i i've I've got a thing for you here this is what i Can I just say, Dave, all of these work just as well on the radio. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I just think if, if, if a club are that close to knocking a Premier League team out, because, of course, don't get me wrong, every time they get through to the next round, they get a bigger slice of the prize money. So they get so much every time they go through the rounds. And I think... You know, if, if they're on the brink of getting through to the quarterfinal, but they know that, well, if the other side equalise and we go back, it's a draw, they don't. I, I don't know. I just think we don't... I think it does cut down the giant killing because of, the you know, going back to the, the home grounds. But I just want to quickly... And I know I said that was the last one, but it's not, because I just want to quickly touch on the women's team, because they were actually a team that was successful last season. They managed to avoid relegation. The only other team, I think, was the under-23s, and that was only because of the restructuring. Uh, we signed a fantastic goalkeeper that we had on loan, Brad, and we've just signed a German international, Lena Petermann.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, we have. And for anyone who does follow the women's game, and before someone starts moaning, I know we have had a few problems in the group, not so much in these shows, Chris, but the women's uh, team. We signed a goalkeeper who is a German international, and she made the most. We only signed her in January, and she has made. She last season she made the most saves in that entire division. So she made more saves between January and the end of the season uh, than any keeper did who played the entirety of that season. So that just tells you how important she was to Leicester. And the fact that she's now got somebody in the dressing room who she can not just communicate with on a language. Communication German English is very similar in a lot of ways, but but to have someone there, is there another international, um, very good, very experienced. It, it, it's great, and you know, progress is is, is a slow, but um, a very manageable thing. And, and if this means that Leicester can can secure safety with four or five games to go next season, it'll be progress upon progress. It's great to see that we're not just going to rest on our laurels and and play the survival game. Two very good signings.
1: We were favourites to go down again. Uh, I remember Maisie saying she thought we'd go down, but did we finish third from bottom
2: this time? Yeah, in fact, um, had had um, I, I can't remember now Spurs' results, but there was there was an occasion where we got screwed out of um, by some dodgy refereeing. Not that we ever see that in a Premier League or Championship, oh. <laughs> Um Against a certain West Ham side, I think had we beaten them, we would have actually finished higher than a certain Tottenham Hotspur as well. Yeah. Um, so we could finish even today for an even mm-hmm. higher than that. I, I think it was goal difference, maybe a point. So yeah, progression on last season, more points than last season, safety was gained earlier than last season. Uh, it, it's all steps in the right direction, and the fact that Bayern Munich have let us have um, Leipzig and we've managed to bring in a German international. To play at the back only strengthens our course and uh, to Maisie, maybe third time's a charm, and maybe Maisie, you'll be no, 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 again from Leicester Women when we prove you wrong. (laughs) I don't know, but it's good to see that we're not just defying odds, but we are improving it um, as as a team, and honestly. if you have any interest in, in the women's football tour, get yourself involved in it because it's something that I've been following for a while back in the Morgan days when we were playing on a park. And it's something I've grown to, especially with last season, maybe take a bit more interest in because of the fact that at least they were doing some successful things.
1: Well, look, we, Dave, I don't know whether you're a big fan of the women's game.
3: Uh, yeah. That, some I've uh, got a future Leicester striker in the family.
1: Have you? Whoa. Well She's
3: only two at the moment, but she's I got. Thought, two... also, I
1: thought you meant Eagle
3: Piggle. She's got two that's... feet, two good feet. Um, she can. She's more, more
1: than a granddad, then. Indeed. <laughs> yes. and, uh... She's got the shirt. Oh, oh, good! Uh, you're bringing her up right. That's probably not head this
3: head. year, though, Chris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, how much did that cost you? You were you were uh, ripped off.
3: <laughs> it's only a baby one.
1: I mean, we're going to be watching because I'm going to be covering the women's World Cup uh, this season. Um, women not happy with the bonus they get in, so it just sounds like the men's game now, doesn't it? But they well, um,
3: shouldn't be happy. They shouldn't I be happy.
1: I think we've got. I think we've got a good chance, don't you?
3: Uh, oh. I. I mean, I'd maybe, like to think you know, so, but I'm, I don't think so. No, I, I think it's a step too far at the moment. I mean,
1: right. we beat Brazil in the
3: in the Super Cup, didn't we? We did, yeah.
2: I, sure. I'd argue, I'd argue with you on that one. Yeah, well, I, I accept that. I mean, I hope you're right. Um, well, it's just the, the, the natural progression. I mean, probably the best thing, in a weird way, to happen to England was that undefeated streak came to an end in a random friendly. I think it was. I don't. Yeah. It might have been a qualifier. I'm not sure, but it was against poland or somebody like that had gone on a really impressive undefeated streak that was 40 games long it it obviously coincided with the women winning um the previous tournament that that was before so i think they needed that because i think the fear was it was starting to play on the mind oh oh we got for another game oh we've extended the run oh we got you know and i'm not saying that they were playing bad at all but i think you kind of don't go into this tournament going fifty games undefeated, willing to lose the game. If they lose the game, how will they respond? They've already responded with a few decent results to that, so it's not really yeah. affected them. I I, I you know I, I keep an eye on the rankings of that and I, I, I know it's a bit it's not in comparison to the men's, you know, the men's you think France um and, and weirdly Belgium and, and teams like that though are up there. Here it's the USA's, it's the Canada's it's, it's, it's USA
3: USA really, isn't it? It well, pretty
2: than? much, and, and I, yeah. I think this England team under the management they've, they've got are very, very impressive. And, and I yeah. would, um, I, well, let's just say if you told me both the men and the women were going to get to their respective cup competition finals, I'd put. And you said I had to put all my money on one of them to win it. I'm going to back history, and I'm going to put the money on the women to bring back another title. But I'm not going to jinx them because I'm, I'm, no, only myself. So um, I'm not gonna say they're gonna lose it in the first round. There you go, Chris. Reverse psychology, I can use my powers. They're gonna get knocked what's out. The, what's the
1: North Macedonian women's team? Oh, uh, we're guys.
2: having a structural issue at the moment. Uh, <laughs> uh it turns out I'm not actually North Macedonian, so I can't manage them right now. But I'm working on it, Chris. I'm working <laughs> on it. And how did the men's team do recently against us? Well well, well for, for, for 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 what 20 minutes where we played a solid game, kept them at nil nil, no? Well, paid this swimming, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Dave, thank Chris. you so much for well, you, you left us for a bit when yeah. uh, oh, well, I the cricket. Uh, I don't blame you really. Well no, <laughs> but, nothing
3: to do with that, mate. I love it. But yeah, I that oh meant, god. You know. yeah, I'm,
1: I'm right. being outvoted here. I you couldn't watch indeed. it. I was flicking between that and the F one. It was that <laughs> I thought, this is this is typical England. But uh thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, uh, pal. Tell people where, where they can find you, because you're you're on the
3: air. It's not about Oops. me anymore, is it really? Well, <laughs> yeah, you're on the air,
1: you are you have a you have a show.
3: Actually I'm a starting show in the afternoons. Show. Yeah, as, as you probably know, I've given my season ticket up and my daughter has this year because the, the, changing the games and she's a nurse in Sutton and changing the games for me and her was impossible. So unfortunately, we've surrendered it. It's not but because we got can relegated. Listen. People we
1: listen to you over the radio waves,
3: yep. Yeah, so at three o'clock now, starting first week in August, I'll be doing the sports show three till six. Sorry, HillsRadio.co.uk. Linking um, up with uh, Leicester till I die with a bit of luck as well.
1: Well, um, oops, so, I, keep, I keep getting rid of him, <laughs> I yeah. don't
2: mean to. I'm pressing the wrong button. He's eager to get you out of the room. <laughs> no, when I've gone, what are you going to do? <laughs> I
1: have no idea. We'll just carry um, on. on, that's all, mate. That's, yeah. That's all um, right. yeah. but yeah, do so yeah, yeah, so, 3rd, 3rd of August, sorryhillsradio.co.uk, or it? ask your smart speaker to play sorry hills radio and it will do that or if you're on your mobile app download the tune in radio app
3: and you can to via yeah. do that on your telly
1: I, as I, well I, I, i'll do your job for you dave thanks for <laughs> anyway, dave thank you very much mate i have uh, no Brad. doubt we will speak at some point during the week we speak sure. every day as it is but yeah. all the best mate and yeah. take care
3: you too see you guys Cheers. See you bye later,
2: bye
1: man. bye dave
2: Anyway, there wasn't one Harry amongst all that. I know, right? It's a it, miracles do happen, mate. Not miracles just do happen,
1: here, but they do happen. I want a couple of things that you can you can talk us through. Um, first of all, tell us about this.
2: Well, yes, as you can see there, the Predictions League um, is back fighting strong for this season. It might be the Championship, but it doesn't matter where Leicester are, the Premier League, uh, the the Premier League, I even say it then, the Prediction League can always be found. And if you want to get involved, like a few of you already are in the comments, I've got several people already involved, you need to do the following. You need to follow me on Twitter at FullTimeFocus, I'll give you a follow back. Then drop me a message saying, Brad, I want to be in um, in your predictions league and I'll tell you it's £5 entry fee and then Chris will tell me it's not so it'll be for free. Don't worry, it is free. Basically, I will be starting a group chat to make it easier for everybody. Post predictions for that week, including any midweek games. So it runs, um, I believe it's... Friday to Thursday. So, if we play on, say, the Saturday and we play on a Wednesday, it'll be the two sets of fixture lists. It's the entire Championship fixture list, not just Leicester. So, make sure you do that. Please, please do write the predictions out as you can see as example number six, although he has spelt Leeds wrong. It's got another E. But do put it as, for example, QPR one, Middlesbrough one. You'll get one point if it's a draw, you'll get three points if the score is mm-hmm. that you predicted is correct. And you will see the updates. And as you can see there, I'm in charge. Any disputes you have will come come to me, um, not to Chris, because it's not it's me running it, not Chris. Um, and he'll tell you kindly to piss off to me to, to get it solved. <laughs> and if you if you compete in it, points make prizes, as I like to say. And our very own Steve Line X is, is is so gracious and coming bottom that he'd rather donate something to you, wonderful guys. Not sure if it's the first, second, or third. Chris will uh, speak just to Chris. The, just the first prize. Just like. first place. There you go. So if you can, if you can beat me, and even if you don't, because we don't count, do with Chris, me, you, and no. Steve, we don't count. So if you if you don't finish first overall because of me, because I am the two-time prediction league champion, you will still get your hands on the following: a cap or a beanie, a t-shirt, uh, a sweat a sweat top, uh, or an hoodie. They will all be graciously donated from foxy7clothing.co.uk. And you want to see what merch you're potentially playing for, do get over to that website and check them out. And, uh, yeah, but that's also what you'll be playing for as the winner of the Predictions League. Who,
1: who is consistently banned by Twitter, says, can you join via Messenger?
2: Yes mate, send, yeah, that's fine, so just send me a message one way or another, I've got a few people that have said the same to me, they don't bother with Twitter, can I message you that way? As long as I can get you individually, it, the Twitter lot's more collective, it would be more for my own sanity, because there's, there's about seven or eight of you on Twitter that want to be a part yeah. of the group. Um, and also, not only, but this is up and running! certainly is. It certainly is. And we did our first live broadcast. And if you haven't uh, already, check it out. If you click on the little description link on YouTube, Chris um, has always has it there. It is our second channel. It is the LTID TV quiz channel. Anthony, well, you'll have to see if he was able to beat the drop or not on the million point drop. Was he a man city and keeping all his points and holding them for everybody else? Or was it like Spurs in an FA Cup? a little bit pointless you'll have to go and check out the first episode tell me what you make of it i hope you all enjoy it and if you want to be involved in it i have a bit of a waiting list but i will get you on for it do go and check it out do let do let me know and you can let me know either on the video itself just drop a comment on there or message me via um my twitter handle as before
1: and if you want to support uh, ltid tv um, you can become a member. Just one ninety nine of your good English pounds a calendar month. Uh, you get um, loyalty badges and emojis. Allegedly, uh, we always give you a shout out. We'll always, we will always. Um, Put your comments on screen. We don't put 100% of the comments on screen, especially if you like Boris and his comment about women's football. All you're going to do is get kicked out. Um, the YouTube posts that we do are exclusive for members, and it includes a quiz as well. And I'm going to put another one up in a minute. We'll be doing member-only shows next season. Um, so once we get the numbers up, we'll be doing shows just for members. And as we saw with um, Tony... Uh, he came on the other day, didn't he? I didn't realize he was an Orich fan, but you know, his money's as good as anybody else's. Um, you can come on and you can be a guest on the show. Um, not every show, but occasionally I will put it out and invite people on, and it's the first person to reply to me on the YouTube post. And after a qualifying period, you also get a 5% discount on LTID TV merchandise. And if you like a giggle, and who doesn't? Follow us on TikTok. There are two TikTok accounts. If you follow my personal one, I will just ignore you because that literally is just for family and friends. Uh, and when I say friends, I don't mean Facebook friends or Twitter friends, uh, just friends. Uh, but if you search LTID TV, um, with, with all the out, all the outtakes on the shows, including Brad's Your Vision um, <laughs> application uh, his North Macedonia rant uh, well, what Brad was doing with his finger to me the other day you can find all those sorts of clips on TikTok and we're also on Instagram if you are on Instagram and do like your news picture style then get over and follow again LTID TV and we are looking at the new one that is coming out um,
2: Strings I think it's called isn't it Brad do you know about that well, no, I don't. Yeah, like Pinocchio, I have no strings to hold me down. So I don't know anything about the string. but yes.
1: I thought I'd tie you up in knots then.
2: Oh, well, you'll have to send me the thread to it, mate.
1: <laughs> I had a friend once, he was a very old piece of string, and he went into a pub and he said, excuse me, do you sell food? He went, thread knot
2: but oh, for God's sake. Yeah, I knew that was coming, didn't I? Oh, you're going to
1: get... This is what this is what the fans want, and this is what you're going to get on The Breakfast Show hopefully next week if it all works out on Surrey Hills Radio when I take it over for my sins. Uh, these are the sort of jokes that people want. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a bit of... Uh, we'll have a bit of mic dropping. Boom! Um, not not Mike as in Mike Green But just Mike generally Brad, thank you so very much mate um, we, we finally got it sorted um, After all the trouble We had right at the start You do make me feel good Because I realise that it's not always me That gets things wrong um, Doug's in um, Good evening Doug, we're about to go But thanks for popping in mate I uh, hope you are well Brad, I will see you at some point i'm sure
2: no no doubt mate they'll probably know our luck, we'll say we're gonna have a break from from streaming together unless we'll go and sign someone at quarter past five tomorrow so it'll be just our luck mate
1: (laughs) we'll stay online because um i will have a quick one with you afterwards who uh misses but thanks very much mate
2: no worries and goodbye everybody who's tuned in and thank you for joining us no you are welcome you are welcome
1: um thank you Brad. Um he's in Neil Ed- Neil is in Edinburgh is he. Bit the L. Hope he's had his vaccinations. Uh sorry Doug. Sorry mate. Do give him do give him my uh, my, my my love. Um but I want to thank uh, thank Brad and thank uh, Dave for being on really do appreciate them. I uh, don't know when we'll be back um because we different shows it being off season if we sign anybody we'll be back to that thank you to everybody who was watched and uh, on YouTube Facebook and Twitter and listened via their favourite podcast platform uh, don't forget to join One Ninety Nine. if you're new subscribe although you've actually subscribed to be able to chat smash the likes as well um, and uh, thank you to, to Mike and Terry for uh, officiating as moderators um, thank you to all the members that we have at the moment. Really do appreciate it. This has been Leicester Till I Die TV. I've been Chris, and will like this next gentleman be back. Good night.
0: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport powered. By fans.
2: That will conclude this evening's entertainment.
0: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything Twenty four seven, three hundred and sixty five days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in?